Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, this week uh, we had Jay Santiago on. Uh, We did have some technical difficulties, so that's why I'm doing this in between the actual podcast and the intro. So, uh... I hope you guys enjoy it and hope you love what we got out of it. We really enjoyed the time with with Jay and uh, they, George and Jay couldn't hear each other, but I could hear them both. And I think you can hear them on the podcast. Um, So we definitely want to make sure that you guys hear it all and uh, please give us feedback. Thanks. Hey, welcome to this week's podcast. This week we have Jay um, and George, obviously, but we're not we're we're in uh, uh, quarantine, <laughs> so I'm not with George. George isn't with me, and we're not with Santiago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is Jay Santiago. Uh, hey, I, I just love his last name. Sorry, man. <laughs> so no, you spell it right. You said it right, Santiago, just like that. So, uh, Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you, what do you do? What are you from? All that good stuff. Um, I, I'm Puerto Rican. I live in Orlando, Florida. I've been here for quite a while. I moved a little bit few throughout the States a few times. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of crazy things, but I think that's the reason why I'm here. Um, but yeah, I, I live in Orlando. I've lived in Atlanta, I've lived in San Francisco, I live in Utah for probably the longest, about 10 years. And then I've been here in Orlando, uh, I'm back uh, for about, I've been here for about seven years now. Nice. So you're, you're catching up to Utah time. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, no, no, Utah, Utah was, Utah was fun, but I, I, I can't take that weather anymore, especially in winter. It's snowing right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, no. yeah. So me and George were outside. It's not and, sticking though. <laughs> yeah, it's not sticking yet. Um, yeah. So uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so uh, you do TikToks and you sing, and I heard some of your the the music. Do you actually have music where somebody could get it, or is it? Yeah, just- I have a. I have a single. Yeah, I have a single out. Uh, it's called Scars. Um, there is a group called I Am Day. They also have the song too. We both have copyrights for the song, but I do. Yeah, it's all, it's on all you know digital uh, music download platforms, iTunes, Spotify, even in TikTok. So nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Because I think your story is one that's kind of crazy, but also super important. Because some people think that I, I guess that. They can't come out of the life you came out of. Yeah, I um, yeah, it's a quite a crazy story. Um, you got plenty of time too, man. We're not, we're not gonna stop you. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I uh, I was in the in the homosexual lifestyle for thirty three years, um, and about a year and almost eight months ago, April six, two thousand nineteen. Uh, the Lord stepped into my workplace and I heard the repentance gospel to a co-worker and uh, the next day I, I was not the same. Actually, that same night, I was already feeling different. I was not 
thinking the same and speaking the same. And then the next day, everything was pretty much done. And uh, that's the day that I, that I gave my life to him. Awesome. But I, I come, I come from a Christian family, so um, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> so were you, were you, I think you show videos on TikTok of you being married. Were you married and everything? How did that all transpire yes. and how did that work? I, I married for the wrong reasons uh, to start. I married for the wrong reasons. Um, but then, you know, things happen and, and, you know, the devil tried to make me believe that, that, you know, even, even though I was my circumstance, my, my, the situation I was in, uh, it was not good. He made me believe that, you know, that he was actually my husband, that things were going to work out, that I was there to help him out and to walk him to, to the struggles that he was going through. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just, let's just do this for real. And uh, it never worked out. Like, we really got married in July 2017. Um, I divorced him. Uh, divorce was final in March 2018. Uh, but we separated uh, in November of that same year that we got married. So November 2017, we, we got separated. Uh, it was just too much. Too much things happening at once. I was not ready to get married, but I did it uh, for for the wrong reasons. Um, and then, you know, everything caught up with me. And I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm really looking to, to really marry someone. Because prior to him, I had dated someone for about nine years. And I asked him a hundred thousand times if he wanted to marry me. He want to go do a wedding. We got rings and exchanged, you know, rings and stuff. But yeah, I really wanted a wedding. He didn't want a wedding. He'd rather go, you know, to Cancun or, or we had a timeshare in Mexico. So he'd rather <laughs> go there and just have fun than just spend money in a wedding. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I was married once. <laughs> so how, uh, uh, George, do you have any questions before I start? Well, I was going to ask him, FJ. So you were, you were married and divorced before you came to the Lord? Is that the timeline or were you, or did you get divorced because you came to the Lord? Did you hear that, Jay? Mm-mm. Oh, he didn't hear you at all. Nothing. <laughs> Not Nothing. a thing. <laughs> so, oh. so George, okay. George said, uh, when you got married, uh, and divorced, was that in the same timeline as when you were, when you got saved or the, in, before you got saved? No, that was after. I got, I got married in July 2017. I got divorced in March 2018. And then I encountered the Lord in April 2019. Oh, okay. So, uh, George, can you speak again just to see if he can hear you? Yeah, can, can you hear me now, Jay? Yeah, yes, I can. Yes, I can now. Okay. Can you hear him, George? Okay, perfect. I just, I have you on speakerphone on the phone <laughs> to your mic. So we'll just keep it that way. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I guess my biggest thing is what what part of the gospel or God got a hold of you? Because like I know people who are homosexual too, and they're like, 
oh, I hate God, I hate Christians, I hate all that. Yeah, I, I, I really, uh, people always ask me that. I, I, I always tell people, listen, I was never seeking Christianity. Um, nobody preached me the gospel. Like nobody was telling me, hey, you know, you're going on a path of destruction. Hey, you know, Jesus here. loves you. Nobody said anything to me. Yeah. I come from a Christian family. Although my mom, every time I go home and visit, and even when, when I, after we got married, we went to Puerto Rico and I took him there and my parents were, you know, very loving. Um, and every, we, they took us to the airport and my mom, you know, my mom said to him, like, you know, Jesus loves you. I'm praying for you too. And my mom used to tell me that all the time, all the time. Like I'm praying over you. I know God is going to do something amazing in your life. Um, but I was really never seeking, seeking religion, or anything like that. Um, and, and, you know, living in that life, I, I encounter many things, you know, I, I really can count how many guys I went out on a date, how many guys I actually dated and, and all the things I did. And it, I was constantly, you know, trying that love, which is what pretty much we all want. And I yeah. looked everywhere. I never found it. But what really changed me was uh, he preached the repentance gospel. He, he, this dude, um, <laughs> This dude, it's a, it's a, it's a long story, but this dude happens to be a coworker who was actually, I was attracted to. And, uh, I remember one time I kind of, you know, like uh, reach out to him and I didn't give a, I didn't receive a vibe, a vibe back. I was like, maybe I'm not his type. And, um, but that day at work, you know, after we finish, uh, one of the shows, um, he, he stood up and he walked by me and I looked at him and he was all nervous and he was like, you know, shaky and his eyes were about to start crying. I said, like, what is this dude is going to do? And he was just standing literally like not even 10 feet in front of me. Yeah. And, um, he was, you know, he, he got, he got everyone's attention. He's like, Hey guys, can I get your attention please? And then we all look at him and I was like, what is this dude about to do? I mean, this dude, dude this is going to, I'm like, is he going to pull a gun and shoot everyone? He's going to confess something. We're going to die today, I said. And um, anyways, he, he pretty much said that, you know, he's been sitting on the couch for four hours, five hours. That was, that was probably, we have one more show. So it's probably like five hours, I think. He said, I was, I've been sitting here for five hours. And God keeps speaking to me and telling me that I have to stand up and say what I'm about to say. And I didn't want to, but he fought with me and he made me do it. And I can tell how scared he was. And all he said was, he said, um, said, I, you know, God loves all of you guys. And, you know, time, time is, it's pointing to the fact that he is soon to come to earth and I don't want to have any of you guys blood in my hand. I have to stand here and tell the truth. Um, and I, I want you guys to be saved. And when he said, when he said that, um, uh, I, I, my first thing was like, because I've known the word of God, I was raised, you know, in a Pentecostal family since I was a little kid, even thought I was not really into the religion but i i you know i was i used to go to church all the time with my parents my all my family is christian so um i was like man like i know for a fact that that right there that what what that dude did that's the power of god i know yeah. guys the one who gives someone the boldness to stand up and and you know say what he said and then the second thing i was like i need to tell my mom and um, just as I was, you know, getting ready, because I think that we have one more, sh my, one more show. 
And as I was getting ready to to go to the show, and I was not feeling the same. Yeah. And I remember that I I went out and I did the show, and I got back to my you know to my the part where where I go after the scene that I do. And I was asking, you know, my the people that that checks my my costume. I was like, did I did I did I went out with my scene? Was it that I do went out? The, did I went out in the right time? And she's like, yeah, everything was fine. I I went out and I I I wasn't myself. I couldn't understand it, but I thought I I thought I I even went out on my scene. Yeah. And uh, I know there was a lot of things changing. I was not speaking the same when I got out uh, of work. I went to the office because we always say bye to our managers and um um everyone was in the office like writing reports like reporting him to hr because nobody liked what he did and my boss asked me do you have anything to say jay and i was like no so i left and i got on my car and i called my mom and i said mom this happened at work today and she's like i told you i told you that there was going to be an opportunity for you to get to know the lord and come back to him and i think this is this is your opportunity and I didn't say anything. Normally, when my mom says some says something like that, I kind of smile and I said, "Okay, mom, you know." Yeah. <laughs> but this time, I didn't say anything because I know that there was something in me completely different. Um, and I went home, and I was very emotional about it. I was crying the whole time, and I was like, "What in the world is going on with me?" And um, I went to bed. Well, I tried to go to bed, but I was literally, you know, awake the whole night and. And I was constantly, uh, the words that he used was constantly just like going on my head, just over and over again. I'm just laying in bed. I couldn't close my eyes. Yeah. And I wake, up, I wake up the next morning and I was even more different. And uh, I remember normal, I had a routine every single day when I leave work. I had a routine where I engage in sex and I do a lot of things. And uh, for almost two days, well, not for almost two days, but that night before and that day, I had no desire whatsoever yeah. to get in the app and go in and look for a guy or text someone. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. And uh, I have a friend of mine who I've known even when I was still in the lifestyle and he was in the lifestyle and he ha it happened to, he, he was in an incident here in Orlando where there was a shooting at a gay club where a lot of people died yeah. a couple of years ago. Uh, he was yeah, in that shooting yeah. and he survived. And after that, he gave his life to Christ. And wow. we became friends. Uh, we became friends. And um, I remember when his news came out that he became a Christian through social media, I remember seeing the gay community attacking him and calling him things. And I, I used to have his number. And I messaged him and I said, hey, bro, you know, I'm so encouraged by you. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't care about, don't believe what people say. Just keep <laughs> going. And this is me telling him while I was in the world, a sinner, okay? Yeah. And um, so I remember when that happened to me the next day, I was like, I need to reach out to him because he's probably the person who, I, who can mostly answer me, you know, what's going on with me because I didn't know. Yeah. And I texted him and I said, hey, I just want to tell you that this happened at work yesterday, bro. And I don't know what's going on, but I don't feel the same. And before I finished my text, he texted me back and he was like, he's like, Jay, Holy Spirit just told me that all you have to do is just open your mouth and surrender to him. And I haven't done any of I haven't done any of that. Yeah. So I was I was in my car and when, when I heard that, I was I mean I was crying from the night before. But when I heard that I started crying in my car. And I cried and I cried and I cried and I, and I, I said I said I remember saying I was like if you really exist which I know you do, I don't want to live this life anymore. I don't yeah. want to be who I was. I don't want to wake up one more day 
and just, you know, constantly seeking something that I have tried to look for so long in a man and have never found. And I, I don't want to do this anymore. You take, you, you, you do whatever you have to do. Yeah. And, um, and of course I said, I, you know, I said to you have my Lord and savior, you know, I, I recognize that, you know, the, the God send you in a cross for my sins, take my sins away. I don't want to be who I who I am anymore. You take control. You do whatever I do. When I said that, um, I remember feeling like I was 10 years old. And uh, I couldn't explain it. I was like, why do I feel like I'm 10 years old? Like I look myself in the mirror and I, I feel like even I, I feel like my body, my whole body was not the size of myself. I felt like I was a kid. And uh, later on, the Lord told me why he allowed me to feel that way. It's because when 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 the lie came out, you know, in my in my life, I was about 10 years old when this all happened. And uh, the Lord later on told me that he would just give me a taste of the years that I have lost uh, as a child. But um, but as I was in my car, you know, like repenting and all this peace came over me and I felt like I was just like a total different person. And I was not I was 10 years old. And uh, I remember that just a few seconds after that, uh, a thought came in my head, came into my head, because when I was in the lifestyle, I there was many nights I mean, I was in, in many, I was in a relationship for like nine years with this guy that he was an alcoholic. You know, my dad was an alcoholic. We never had a relationship, but you know, I, I, I had with him what I thought it was love. You know, it was just a different kind of love. Now I see it, but you know, he was an alcoholic. We have many issues. He cheated on me. I cheated on him. We had open relationship at once. We had we invite other boys to be in our relationship. It never worked out. He was jealous. It was just a constant mess. But I was with him for almost nine years. And uh, I remember that a lot of times when I used to go to bed, I, I was like, Lord, what, you know, I know you exist. I see many guys in relationships. Uh, they, they don't even deserve them. And, I, you know, I have, I have a nice guy. Sometimes I used to pray, I have a nice guy and I don't feel fulfilled. Like, why, why this? And then the times that I didn't have a relationship, I was like, why I cannot be happy with someone? I have dated so many guys yeah. and I have not been able to find what other guys have. I, there was something that I used to ask myself all the time. But when I gave my, my life to the Lord and my car, that thought came into my head. And, um, and this is something that's always been with my conviction. But when that thought came in my head, I, I, heard, a wor I heard a voice on my right ear that said to me, uh, uh, my son, because I couldn't bless you with something I did not design for you. Yeah. And, um, and that's always, it's always, you know, that's something that's always been, you know, people come to me and tell me all the time, that is impossible. You were born that way. You were born that way. You know, God is a perfect God. And of course they don't really don't know the word of God. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, no, because he, he spoke to me and told me the reason why I was never happy. Like I tried, I think 33 years in the lifestyle is enough for you to know and find some kind of happiness. But I, you know, I went from man to man, from relationship to relationship, from one night stand to two day night stand to a week to a month. And it was just a constant mess. And, you know, it came to a point that I was so unhappy. And my friends were like, dude, why are you so, why are you so angry? Why are you so grumpy all the time? Yeah. Uh, even at work, my friends, uh, they hated having lunch with me because I was always arguing in the table and stuff. And, um, 
and I, I really I really hated my life. Like it became to a point that I didn't I didn't care. I stopped looking the the the, the type that I liked, um, and I just went with like whatever. I was not protecting myself. I I, I don't have HIV today or anything because I know it's the grace and love of God over my life. Um, but you know, I did horrible things. You know, I, I was just like, I went on a rampage of just like this, this, uh, I, I stepped into a lifestyle that I thought was going to give me, you know, someone to wake up to every single morning, someone, you know, to travel, to have a house, to have a dog, a yard, a garden, you know, all the stuff. And, you know, I stepped in and then I ended up just going into so many things and I ended up being trapped and, you know, I felt like I was like, what, how do I get out of this? Yeah. You know, I was, I was miserable and I know my, my family was constantly praying over me, but I, I, you know, nobody came to me and say, Hey Jay, you know, God loves you. He didn't design you that way. You know, God is a perfect guy. He doesn't create confusion. Nobody said anything to me like that. Yeah, man, that's a lot, <laughs> but it oh, also, it's way, more, it's way more than that. Yeah. But also, like, just hearing your story is is awesome and inspiring in itself that <laughs> uh, some people think that they need to, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to put it in better terms, but maybe, like, bash, bash, bash people with the word instead of maybe living your life and then all of a sudden kind of in, in a roundabout way just show up and you're like, oh, wait, there's something different about that guy. <laughs> what's what's with yeah. that guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even at work, you know, the next day after you know after I, I I surrendered my life to Christ, even at work, you know, my friends immediately came to me and they're like, "What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> like, like we want to know the name of the guy. Like, who do you went to bed last night? Who is the new boyfriend? Who do you met last night?" And I was like, "I didn't met anyone. I didn't do anything." Yeah. Like you're not the same, Jay. Like you're you're not the same. Even your physic is not the same. And this is these are friends that know me for five years for the for the company I used to work for. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, I didn't do anything, bro. But I'm gonna tell you what really happened. And then I told him the story. <laughs> and they're like, one of them was really Christian. He's like, I know. I was a Christian once, and I know of the power of God, and I can see it. Um. But yeah. Oh, that man, that's just so cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure because I was like, <laughs> I had to move a wire because I kept hearing this weird buzz. So I was like, what is that noise? But I just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> With all these wires from having to set this up, uh, George is having technical difficulties uh, getting back on. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, it it is what it is, I guess. So, um, yeah, I just I don't know. I like just following you and and seeing like the hate that comes your way. I I just always I'm like, man, I'm encouraged that that Jay's dealing with. Uh, I guess what cracks me up is a lot of people are always like, hey, uh, we're about love, except if your love doesn't fit my love. <laughs> yeah so. exactly yeah it's like it's like your your love doesn't tolerate my love so you're hateful you're you're actually not a christian you're a bigot like yeah i was like when when did love turn into 
you know, if you don't tolerate someone, if you don't agree in some with someone's view, view you're the most horrible person ever been born. And um, did you did you just start following me on my new account? Or did you follow me for the old one before? Uh, I followed you on the old one, but now I on the old one, okay, gotcha. On the new one, um, I I know, you know, it was it was a constant thing, you know, um, it, you know, it. I I put myself in their shoes because you know I was them once, yeah, and I I really, um, and I think this is the reason why. God allowed me to still feel a part of who I was, meaning, you know, meaning I don't want to be the guy. I don't have really, I don't have an attraction for, towards a man, but that part of the brokenness of being and the lifestyle, God kind of left a part of me, so I so I can kind of, you know, kind of uh, I can res- resonate easily with someone who comes and and tells me the opposite because I used to be them, so I know where. Yeah. Where, where's that? Well, I know where's that coming from. Um, but you know, it's it happens that the lifestyle is very prideful. Like it is very prideful. You know, you you pride yourself on being who you are and the fact that you know that you're bold enough to step out into the world and what whatever people say. You know, you are bold to step out and affirm your sexuality and the fact that. God created you that way and, and corporations back you up and Hollywood backs you up and, you know, yeah. social media backs you up and everything. So it's, it's sad. The fact that, you know, the world that we live in is so saturated with, you know, with media and Hollywood and corporations, you know, giving, giving them much of a bigger ground. Yeah. And that makes them, that makes them more, bold and more affirm on who they think they are yeah. because because the lord at one time the lord spoke to me about that i was even thought i was christian there was always no, something on the back on the back of my head um but the more i see things out the more i see you know gay movie coming out or the more i see you know uh some kind of promotion for gay people mm-hmm. that affirmed me a little bit more that made me a little more secure in my in myself yeah um well, and I'm- sadly well, I mean, I've even seen it in like my kids' like cartoons and shows. Now it's like more real. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know if you know what Pure Flakes is, but <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, because me and me and George are quarantined, our whole houses are, and so uh, we we work with ten teenage youth in each of our houses, and so I was like, uh, we're trying to keep our kids away from maybe like. Uh, me, I don't know about George, but I'm trying to keep my kids away from the kids in the the big house so <laughs> they can go back to school. <laughs> and so, um, so our oldest is almost ten, and so she's helping with little sister who's almost seven, and then oh. little brother who's only a year and a half. But we oh, have, wow. we have walkie talkie, so we're talking to them all the time. And like, if they need help, we're we're right through the door basically but um i was like you know what (laughs) as all i'm tired of netflix i'm tired of disney plus they're not putting a lot of stuff and so i was like forget it i'm just gonna buy pure flicks and tell them this is all you get to watch so i didn't hook up netflix or anything i was like all you got on there is pure flicks (laughs) and so um what's hilarious is really like like you said affirming 
what you are really does work. Like even for them, they've been watching uh, the Bible. And like my, it's the funniest thing because my my middle daughter hates real people movies. That's what she calls them, and she <laughs> and she loves like there's there's a movie called The Encounter or, or a show called The Encounter. It's like where people meet Jesus in a moment, and like they go through a whole scenario, and like Jesus kind of shows them like, hey, this wasn't the right way, or like there's a judge who's like the meanest judge in the world, and all that, but. All of a sudden, my oldest or my middle daughter's like, "You know what, Dad? I just haven't been nice today." And Jesus says, "I need to be nice, so I'm going to be nice." And like, she's just been doing that a lot more. And I'm all, man, like a lot of people think what you put in your head or music or anything, and that's why I love the music you sing too, is because that all relates to God. If you're putting God in there over and over and over and over again. It does change your passions and what you want and your desires. It's not all about you. It's about what God wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, I don't like. I, I don't know. I made a post recently about that. That is, you know, and it's it's not. It's not about me. Yeah. It's never been about me. It's all about Him. Uh, but but it, even one time. Um, uh, this movie came out when I used to live in Salt Lake City. This movie came out. It was a Mormon gay movie. And, of course, Utah will not play it because Utah is, you know, yeah. Mormonist, you know. So they wouldn't allow it at the theaters. And I remember going to Vegas with a couple of friends. And I watched it. And I had just broken up with a boy. I had just broken up with a boyfriend. And I, we were watching the movie. And the movie ended and I started crying. Like, I remember watching the movie and I cried. And movie, the movie theater was empty and I was still sitting there with my friends. My friends were, like, comforting me. And I was just broken because I had broken up with my boyfriend. This movie kind of reminded me of him. And I, I was, like, at one point, just recently, I was just I was flying back from Phoenix. And the Lord spoke to me in the plane. And I was trying to come up with content for TikTok. And the Lord spoke to me in the plane. He was like, do you, he's like, do you remember... Remember when the things of the world used to come for you on who you thought you were? And I was like, and he brought me back to that point where I was seeing that movie and I was sitting there crying. Yeah. Uh, watching this story about, you know, a, a, a guy from L.A. and a Mormon falling in love. And um, which kind of I kind of applied to myself because I was this guy from Florida, you know, falling in love with this Mormon. And I was like, anyways, but um, but yeah, it's just. It's just sad, and it's just—it's not gonna get any better. It's actually—it's actually gonna get worse. It's yeah. gonna get more. It's gonna get much worse. Yeah, George, do you have a question that I could relay? Because I don't think he'd hear you still. Um. No, not, I mean the question I had was kind of for earlier, but I guess I'll still ask it. Um. It sounds to me like he was brought up in a Christian home. And then it was kind of a, a prodigal for a while and they came back. Yeah. And so I guess what, he, what would he say to prodigals and, and those that, you know, are want to come back to the Lord from that, that lifestyle or come to the Lord, but because of there being such a pride in it and being such part of the Was identity the that, uh, what would you, so what would you tell, to, to, I would, I guess to parents of, 
of uh, prodigals. Oh, okay. So, you know, what's, what's funny is it, this is recording, so it's on the podcast right now. You can't hear it. And he, George can hear you, but you can't hear George. <clears throat> um, so, George, basically, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the gist is, what would you say to like parents who have prodigal sons or daughters? Because uh, he said it, and I, I think you answered or told me earlier that you were raised in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Then you went off. And then what would you say to those parents that do have sons or daughters that are prodigal sons or daughters that take off? Like what what is good about like what did your mom do? that was good or what could she have done better? That kind of thing. I, I honestly, I, I, I believe, and I, I, I believe it because I think at, at some point, like, uh, the Holy spirit actually, uh, talked to me about it. And I think one of the, the bigger reasons why I, I stay so connected to my family. Uh, it's the fact that, you know, my parents never, rejected me you know my parents are christian christians ever since you know i i I was a baby um and they never you know they didn't they didn't affirm who i was you know i took my husband home and you know they were not like oh let's go here let's go there you know no you know we went to have dinner they were very you know respectful and you know they say hi to him my mom gave him a hug and a kiss and you know we went out to dinner and stuff but you know they were just showing me you know, the love of God. And that's what I see now. You know, I, I, yeah. I believe that that, that love kept me close to my family. That love kept me close to going home a few times a year and staying at my parents' place. And, um, and, and, and like I said, my mom was constantly praying over me every day. I mean, <laughs> she's, she tells she tells me, you have no idea. You have no idea the nights I spend praying over your life. Um, and, you know, it. I always say that, you know, God has a purpose for each one of us. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes we, you know, we pray and pray over things and we expect, you know, things to come, you know, to, to uh, you know, we expect those prayers to be answered in the time that we want, but God's timing is totally different. And, and yeah. just because, you know, you don't get something answered right away, that doesn't mean that your prayer ha- wasn't listened. Oh, it's never going to be answered. God has a perfect time. And I believe that the process I went and the years I went into the life have, have brought me and have given me the knowledge and, and have made me the man I am today. And, and, and I think that's one of the, the things that God is really using with me to reach out to the LGBT community because I have, uh, I have such an insight of, of how I live and, and what yeah. the lifestyle is about. Mm. Uh, and I think that's something that God is really using. Uh, it's actually one of the things that he really spoke to me uh, a few months after I encountered him, the reason why he sent me on, on this ministry that I have. But, um, but I always say that, you know, it's not affirming the sin. It's loving with the love of God. You know, I, I have I have parents that call me all the time. They're like, my daughter is a lesbian and she's married. And they, she told me that she wants to come home for Thanksgiving. And I am very, very not comfortable about it. And yeah. I was like, "What?" I, I always ask, what will Jesus do? Is Jesus going to say, no, you're not going to come to my home? No. 
Jesus hang out with the sinners and didn't he didn't hang out with the people that were fine. They had they he hang out with the people <laughs> that were sick and broken. Yeah. Show her the love of God. You know, have her see the love of God and you and maybe God has a purpose with that. Yeah. You know, you don't want you don't want to be like, oh well, let's go this, let's go and do that. You don't want to affirm the sin, but you gotta love them. You gotta I found something online that that it's like nine steps to reach out a friend who's part of the LGBTQ, and it kind of gives us steps into you know not pointing, you know not pointing the sin. Don't don't go right out there and tell them you're gonna go to hell if you don't repent. Yeah, because the word of God says this, this, and this, that. Especially when someone's coming back, it's coming from a Christian home. Yeah, I'm telling you that seed will always be there. Will always be there yeah it will never 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 leave and it's gonna be just a, a time where where god is gonna shake the ground where you're standing or he's gonna smack you really hard for <laughs> you to wake up but um but i always tell them just love them yeah like this i'm over listen to their stories because there's always some brokenness and and i always tell people when i talk to my guys i always ask them you got to tell me from 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 way back when you were a kid because that's where something happened. It always starts from really young age, and I was like, just if you have someone that's gay, invite them to your house, yeah. have dinner with them, hear their story, uh, allow them to see you know the love of God. I have many gay friends, um, and I hang out with them. Yeah, you know, I don't go to the clubs, I don't yeah. go and associate myself with the things that they do. But I go and have dinners with them, you know. I go and have breakfast with them, stuff like that. I mean, conversation is a little bit different because they respect who I am, and you know, I, I respect who they are. Um, but I, I, I believe, and I, and, and I always say that these people know me. You know, these people have known me for years, and with the with the million things that I did, especially with them, I did a lot of bad things. Yeah, and, and I, I, they need to see that you know, that I'm not the same person. They can see that. And, and I believe that, you know, God can use that to, to, to point them, you know, right to, to salvation. Yeah. 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 Anything so what would you say to, yeah. What would you say to those who have a desire to come to the Lord? You know, it's there. They've heard the gospel. They, you know, heard him preach the gospel but they don't know uh it's hard for them to come out of the lifestyle how would you encourage them how would you encourage someone who uh did you say knows the gospel is that what you said yeah they're like there's they're they've heard the gospel they want to change and they're really struggling with okay. that that change of turning to Christ, so they because they, you have so many people that go ahead. Okay, so they know the gospel and they want to change, but don't know how to get out of the lifestyle. What would you tell that person, or how would you encourage them? Um, there's always there's always an issue with that. Yeah. I I have known many guys that are like, hey, is is not impossible. You know, yeah. I've done it. Uh, it doesn't work. And um, this is is not an easy walk, okay? It is yeah. not an easy walk. For me, it has been a little bit easier because God has done things with me differently. It is yeah. not the same process for everyone. Yeah. 
but you have to completely, completely surrender everything to the Lord. Every part. Every single part, and that includes your sexuality. And uh, and a lot of guys are like, I've done this, I've tried, I tried. No, no. How are you seeking the Lord? <laughs> are you seeking the Lord? Do you when you wake up in the morning before you touch your phone and turn your TV on? Did you pray? Did you present the Lord your day? You know, did you make a time of the day where you can do a little bit of worship and and and, and you can pray? You know, briefly. Before you go to bed, did you read your Bible? Did you pray before you go to bed? If you don't create seeking Him a lifestyle, yeah, you're not gonna get the freedom that you want. People come to the Lord because they know that they're broken, and God knows that. You don't need to tell them. You don't need to tell Him what you're struggling with because He knows it. And I always tell my guys, He knows what you're going through. He knows the struggle. Focus, focus on seeking him because we are better with him because we he designed us in a way that we live this amazing life through him not because we need something because he knows what you need yeah take your eyes off seeking him because i want him to take this away from me no take that don't think about that seek him because we are better with him because we are designed to live an amazing life through him and slowly that that freedom is gonna come uh and i believe that I always tell my I always tell my guy, listen, God is not a, a Buddha or a, a lucky charm or a genie that we you know we go and reach out when we're broken when we need something. No, it's not like that. He knows our intentions. You know, he knows our hearts. You know, we. I tell my guys, I seek him because he designed me to live a life through him, and he knows my struggle. He knows what I'm going through, and the more I seek him the more he's going to reveal himself to me and the more that he's going to give me the freedom I want. Yeah. I heard a story, I heard a story once that this guy, this kid tell his dad, he was like, God, God, how, how big is God? And the dad is like, that dad looks to the sky and there's a plane going by really high, you know, flying 38,000 feet. <laughs> and he looks and he points out the plane. He's like, how big is that plane? And he's like, well, it's very small. And the dad drove the kid to the airport. And there's a plane really close by in the runway. He's like, how big is that plane? He's like, it's huge. And he's like, God, is that way. The closer you get to him, the bigger he gets. That's awesome. So, <laughs> That's so it's, cool. about, it's about seeking him. If you don't seek him, if you don't give him the time that you need to give him, you're never going to break away. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. I like that analogy. <laughs> That's yep. a good one. Yeah. Um, you have any more questions, George? No. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, one of my questions is, uh, because I, I followed you for a little bit and then I, I got connected to you, um, is you had a huge TikTok following at some point And just recently, uh, you got banned for like two different things or was it the same thing or false allegations? Um, no, there's, there's, I had two violations on my account because during one live, I was literally talking to my Christian people and a couple of people in the gay community got in to start asking me, you know, uh, uh, 
sexual questions from the from the gay lifestyle and you know my moderator started muting them and blocking them and uh all, all of a sudden i got banned from that live i was in and the report said that uh i was showing explicit pornography and i was like there's no way like this is a lie you know and i i, I messaged you know i sent an, uh, an appeal to tiktok and i was like you know i'm, I'm actually doing a live doing worship music and talking to my Christian people. This is impossible. Yeah. Uh, so I send that, I send that report. They banned me from 10 minutes. And then after 10 minutes, I signed back in and I told people what happened. And they're like, man, that's crazy. So, you know, a week passed. And then I did, I was in another live. Um, and it, the same thing happened. This guy who was demonic started, you know, putting stuff and I, I just, the Holy Spirit automatically lead me into praying over him. And I was praying in my spirit towards him. And I, I made my crew on, online. I said, God, Hey, just pray on the spirit. And I started rebuking, but to, I was rebuking to him specifically, but he didn't know I was talking to him because I was a lot of, it was a lot of people. And I was kind of asking questions, yeah. but at the same time I was praying. He was writing all this, all this stuff uh, that I couldn't make sense of it. And I had my iPad next to me and I started writing all the words that he was saying he was speaking demonic things about some god from from some god from Egypt. He was telling me that he he went for two years in a body of a Martian on a Martian to to space, and then he reincarnated in who he is today. And I was like, "All right, you're you're demonic, dude." Yeah. And uh, I I started praying over him, but not directly towards towards him. And then all of a sudden, my light went away. It says that I was banned again, and I was like. Are you serious? And then the report right away tells you, tells me that I was banned because there was controversial topic. And I was like, what? Controversial topic of what? Yeah. Where's my freedom of speech? So I sent an appeal to them and I said, controversial speech of what? I'm just, you know, preaching the gospel and I was doing worship with my friends, answering questions. And, and they sent me a report back saying, uh, that they they investigated and I didn't violate anything. That everything was fine, but on my account there were still two violations. And uh, just three days ago, I was uploading uh, I was uploading uh, just uh, biblical prophecies. Yeah, uh, this guy made this video amazing about it, um, and I was just clipping it and posting it. And all of a sudden, I got a message that said that I was completely permanently banned. <laughs> and I was like, I had, I had almost, I was close to 30,000 followers. I was already past the five, the half a million likes and I was getting paid because they pay me daily for each post that I do. They were paying me daily about, you know, five, $7. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I had on my account, I think about $75 in my creator account. And then on my account where people, when I do my lives, people throw me coins that turn into money. Yeah. I had like fifth like fifteen dollars. But um I was like, what? And then right away when that happened, you have you can appeal. It's it sends you a form that you can appeal and write your statement of what actually happened. I submitted it. When I send that, it gave me a technical error. Oh my god. And I was like, Are you serious? And I sent it a technical error. So I got out of it, he automatically boot me off the the, the 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 account. So when I log back in, it gives you the message that I'm permanently banned i cannot log in so i went into the other the back door just emailing them i sent them a long statement with the incidents where my account was you know banned twice and those violations that i never did 
And I'm praying, and I know it's going to take my, might be a few more days, but I know I'm going to get my account back. And yeah. uh, I'm just taking, I'm taking a different approach now. Um, uh, I, the Lord wants me to kind of take a different approach. Um, I'm going to make my post. Uh, if people respond to me, I'm going to respond back and I'm not, that's it. I'm not going to do anything else. Is the, if the attacks coming, then I'm going to block, uh, yeah. because, because it, it, it comes to a point that, you know, they hate you. Like they hate me, like they hate me so much. And I know it's not them. I know who's speaking through them. Yeah. Um, and TikTok, I mean, TikTok is very, very demonic, very sexualized, very evil. I mean, I have encountered things in TikTok. Actually, I have on my phone saved two TikToks that I reported to them and they respond me back be- within minutes. Okay. That <laughs> they had, they didn't, yeah, they didn't violate it absolutely anything. And I was like, I was taking, I was getting a haircut today, and my barber who follows me in social media is like, bro, I saw you ban, they ban you on TikTok, and I was like, bro, yeah, I, I, I have sent them so much information that I have found, and they said that has, it has no, it haven't broken any rules, and I sent him, bro, check this out, and I sent it to him, he's like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, bro, and he's like, that's crazy, man, and. You know, it's just the way it's just the way it is. You know, I bet you that if I go on TikTok and I take off my shirt and I do a live, you know, with my shirt off doing something, I'm going to gain followers just like that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, uh, uh, some random kid from Nebraska goes and, you know, makes a uh, video (laughs) moving a cow shirtless with a nice body. Yeah, just 100,000 followers right away and a million (laughs) likes. And that's what people like. Yeah. Uh, people are very deceived and, you know, it's just sad. It's just a sad thing. And we know that, you know, it's just because, you know, we're living in the last days. So, yeah. And it, it definitely, yeah. like looking at, at TikTok, I really like, like me and George started our TikTok, which is F cubed on, on TikTok. And uh, we were like, I don't know. And so we didn't make, <laughs> we didn't make videos for like, I don't know. How long do you think George, like two months, three months, something like that. There's nothing really, except like we said, we're on TikTok yeah. and that was it. Oh, I was, I was in TikTok before. Oh, I was in TikTok about four months ago. I signed up on TikTok. The first time yeah. it's like, I'm going to promote my music and I'm just going to do like encouragement. I was not going to talk about Anything. who I was, yeah. nothing about it. I did my first encouragement video. I hadn't released my single yet, actually. I just did an encouragement video in Spanish, one in English, and then I was browsing. My first video on TikTok, it was a gay guy naked, not literally showing naked, but you can tell because he's showing, you know, his, yeah, his, his man hips. parts. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's showing his hips and his V. And so he's in the mirror, right, with the phone facing to the mirror. His, the, the, counter is blocking him yeah. and he's like i'm naked i'm gonna walk into my roommates until i'm gonna walk into my boyfriend's room watch his reaction and he turns the camera he walks toward his boyfriend's room his boyfriend's in bed with a laptop he opens the door and his boyfriends look at him he looks below the waist and he throws the laptop to the side and he go walk on his knees towards him that was my first video on tiktok 
And I was wow. like, I was like, no, th- there is no way. Yeah. Two more, two more. And I, 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 bl- I don't, I don't know if this was the devil trying to tempt me or try, you know, two more videos, another gay guy wearing some tight, tight pants. He is dressing. He has a head of a mannequin and he was like doing a hairdo. He was doing some, some yeah. hairdo thing. <laughs> and the dude, I'm telling you, we, I mean, we, we, we guys know this, but the dude had an interaction that you can see everything. Oh my God. And it was so, it was so obvious. And I look and I was like, why my eyes like, are this? I was like, what in the Lord? I mean, everything. I mean, everything. He was wearing tight jeans. I was like, did he just stuck a, 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 a plantain in it? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. And I was like, I am done with TikTok. And I closed TikTok. I deleted it. I was done with it. Yeah. And, and then it wasn't until September that the Lord was like, go and get in TikTok. And I was like, I'm not going to TikTok. I am not getting TikTok. I'm sorry. I know I'm in a, I'm in a better in a better walk now, but I'm not getting TikTok. Yes, go and get on TikTok. And my first video was like me singing my single, and then after that, started doing other stuff, and and then it blow up as soon as I put my testimony. Just within one day, I had like like five thousand followers, and then twenty thousand, then just went skyrocket. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But I agree with you because <laughs> me and you talked about it. I I have like put things on there. I'm like, you can you can see that girl's everything. No, it should be I'm, bad. I'm gonna, and then when they we get, get done. When we get yeah. done, I'm gonna send you to text those two videos. Yeah, so you can see them. I mean, I saw a video where a guy is sitting. All right, he's sitting right, and his his camera is pointing down. His pants have a hole. You can see his pants have a hole, but he's pointing the camera close a little bit, kind of away from it. But he's saying, look at the nice pair of boots that I bought. He's, they're like cowboy boots. But as he's moving the camera, he moves it a little bit. You can see his penis through, his, through the hole of his pants. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you serious? Yeah, that definitely is. But they ban but they banned him. But yeah, but they banned him. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like Yeah. Like they, exactly. But they banned me because I'm I'm sharing the truth and, and the gay community doesn't like to hear and they call me a hater and they actually if they were act actually if they were actually accusing me of things that I've done that they true would not have done anything that is true, but they're falsely accusing me of things that I've never done. Yeah. I mean that that tells you right there how how evil they are how you know they're so love is love and you know it's like okay where's the love yeah. like if you don't if you don't like them or if you don't approve what they do you're dead yeah you're a dead man and i, I can testify about that with my job when i became a christian yeah. the gay community at work i mean i was fired from my job because the gay community went against me and they plotted against me and they found a video of me and send it anonymously to human resources and I was fired from the company. Wow. That's how far they go. I, I feel like me and you kind of talked about this on the phone call when we talked is that right is wrong and wrong is right is basically the way the world's rolling right now is, hey, yeah, yeah. right now exactly that's how it is. You can, 
you can be this way, but if you are like, I don't know how to describe it. Basically the way like my logic is in, and what I've seen from other countries, even like friends in other countries is they're like, who the heck is America right now? They're like, you literally get mad at a cop for shooting a bad guy, but not mad or yeah. So it's, you get mad at a cop for shooting a bad guy. When a bad guy shoots somebody, then it's a gun's fault. So it's never mm-hmm. the bad guy's fault ever, but it's a gun's fault or the police officer's fault that does these things, which makes zero sense. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Right. But, you know, I, I'm still in this. I'm not backing up. I created a new account. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm close to to get my thousand followers so I can go back live again. Yeah, and uh, I think I think still, uh, I think the, the devil is just slowing it down because I post stuff that you know my other account will just blow right away, and I yeah. have I have nothing. I have no views. I mean, I did one post, you know, two, yesterday that blow up. It has like twenty something views now, but twenty 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 thousand views, but. Everything else that I post, man, a hundred views. My content used to take like like blow away right away, and people just start, you know, throwing their two cents, and and then I go and I tell them, you know, biblically what the Word of God says. Oh, you're a hater. You should let people live because that's what God does. God is love. <laughs> oh, was it you that <laughs> has that lady with the the pink shirt with the paper in her her collar? Yes. Is that you? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I've seen multiple people, and I think the one, the one with the red, with the red contacts, the one you do edit to. Oh yeah, that one too. That dude yeah. is. Oh, you mean the pastor, the young pastor? Oh, he he blocked me today. Uh, Brandon. Brandon Reverend 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 Brand, Brandon yeah. Robertson. Yeah. I did so many videos of him. In my other account. Yeah. I mean, I did so many videos of him. He re- he responded to me once saying. He wasn't not that, he, what he responded wasn't that bad, but I was like excited. I was like, dude, you responded to me. Like, dude, yeah. like I love you. People are like, wait, what are you talking about? You love this dude? And I said, bro, I have to love him. I'm excited that he responded to me. I said, bro, let's talk. Yeah. Then I get banned. And then I took a context out of his page because, you know, and I saw, I made a, a duet about it. Yeah. Block, just like that. <laughs> yeah. I was it, like. He definitely. He he drives me nuts with his theology. I, I like it's not even about like his sexuality. And at, at this point, I'm like, he literally is like, well, Genesis doesn't make any sense. God doesn't even believe in Genesis one and two. And I'm all, who the heck are you? That's that's like all the way back to the canon. <laughs> like it's I it's was... on there. It says it. I'm like, there are references throughout history of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that. And so yeah. I I'm not sure if it was you, but there was a lady who uh, was saying, like, that whole thing is love is love. And I don't know if it was you that duetted it or somebody else did. And it made me laugh because she had, like, the paper thing in her turtleneck shirt. Oh, the, then, blonde, the, the blonde kind of big lady? Yeah, and then she pulls it out to be another person and then puts the paper back in. And I was like, I just want to tape a paper to my neck and be like, does this make me holier? Because <laughs> it yeah. made me laugh so hard. Because I was like, what in the world? Because there's a bunch of, like, 
a lesbian pastors coming out and they're like, I am the coolest person ever. But something that reigns pretty true. I don't know if you know, uh, Chris Ulrey. He's, he's like live for Christ, like live the number four in Christ. A lot of people follow him and, uh, me and him talk a good amount. And, uh, one of the things that we talked about was you notice when a progressive Christian or a Christian that is trying to keep their feet in both sides, the Christian world and the the world, like they blow up and you're like, they have 200,000 followers, but then I you know. start looking at their views and their, the stuff they're putting out and you're like, well, no, like it doesn't matter if it's, Hey, I love to lust after someone or me and George have talked about this is, or I'm a glutton. Like those are still all sins, just like homosexuality. They're all sins Mm -hmm. and they all are the same. And like, you're still, they're like, well, this is, this is a different sin that you're okay. Yeah. But you would tell me if I was like super obese and giving you crap about it, you'd be like, well, you're fat and a glutton. And I'd be like, well, aren't we the same? We're both sinning. It doesn't. It doesn't God doesn't see these as different right. sins. They're still yeah. sins, and I still need to turn away from sin. It doesn't matter if it's stealing, lusting, whatever it is. You've got to turn away from your sin. And people trying to make these pathways that are like, oh, this path is okay. And I guess that goes to that Bible verse, uh, narrow is the way to yeah. righteousness, but wide is the road to destruction. And it's, it's so true because they're, like, making these different paths that go to that wide road. Yeah. And the sad, you know, the sad part is that, you know, they have, you know, 100,000, 200,000 followers and then, you know, a million something likes. And I'm just like, man, that's a lot of people are going to, they're going to be dead. Yeah. Like, that's why. At first, I used to go specifically into their accounts and just find something that I can really speak about. And then I I throw my seat and then I just get attacked right away. Boom, I come out, you know, destroyed. Clothes ripped, you know, my hair pulled out because (laughs) they come come to attack like very, very vicious. Oh, get out of here. I remember I did. I saw this guy who I can see he's broken. It's, It's really funny. When, when we see someone, the Holy Spirit kind of speaks to you about the person. Yeah. And uh, I see this dude. I can see his brokenness. And uh, and he he's wearing like a girly shirt. And he has like makeup, the worst makeup you can ever imagine. Um, and he's just like doing this lip song. And just the Lord put in my heart, like, uh, just says something loving to him. And I said, hey, bro, I, this is what I said. I said, hey, bro, I just want to tell you that. You know, that God loves you and I love you. Um, you know, I would like to talk to you. Reach out to me if you want. That's all I said. Within five minutes, he made a duet with me and he said, you're just another hypocrite Christian. Just go away. But he didn't block me. He didn't delete my message. And then all of a sudden, the gay community started coming, throwing their two cents. Get out of here. You hater, get out of here. God loves all of us. God made us. Get out of here. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm well, out. Bye. So what's crazy about that is I was watching and I was flipping through TikTok 
And somehow I landed on this lady's page who um, there's these Christian guys preaching the gospel, but also talking about being pro-life. And so they're talking about like, hey, babies' lives matter and all this stuff. And this lady is cussing them out from the from like the sidelines. And she's like saying all this stuff. And she goes, I hope you all get COVID and die and all this. And like, she's like, you're not wearing masks and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I like go to report and I go, she's saying hate speech. She's uh, belittling people. Like, uh, like, I'm just, I'm adding all this stuff and I just keep like doing it. And then she's yelling at him and I go, how are you any better if you're going to scream and yell at them? And you're saying they're doing the wrong thing, but you're doing the wrong thing by yelling at them with hate. And she was like, and like, like you said, tons of hate came my way. Like, how get off the line, man. Like, screw you, F cubed, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh gosh. And I'm like, hey guys, that that's not showing very much love. And like, oh, oh, that lit a fire. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, F cubed, you're banned. Click. And I still wasn't banned. And I was like, I guess she must have misclicked. I'm still here. And then I got banned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just. Like you said, instantly, I got a message back. Two seconds later, hey, it doesn't seem like they're violating anything. And I'm all, she's literally cussing them out, saying, I hope you die. And I'm all, how is that not a hate speech in any sort of way? She goes, stupid Christians and all this stuff. And I'm like, lady. They take, I mean, they take, they take my context and just delete it. And then they send me a report. Your content has been related for harassment and bullying. I was like, how is it? How is it that a preacher is in a corner preaching the gospel and they get communities throwing water and drinks and coffee at him? Wait, are you t- who's harassing who? Like, are you protecting? Are you protecting what they're doing, or what are you doing? What are you doing? I, I was just like, are you serious? And then I put other stuff that I was like, I'm gonna get booty by this. They're gonna delete this so fast, and it stays on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like you did the one with. Uh... I don't know who that pastor is. I really would love to get connected to him. He's an African-American guy who does the baptism while all those oh, the one people from are Canada. throwing David. crap at him. And I'm David, like, yeah, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, he just goes yeah, and, and baptizes the, the guy and everything. And I was like, those guys the are funny thing is so that bad. If, if you watch that video from the beginning, he lives in Canada. His name is David. If you watch that video from the beginning, the community is following him. They having a parade. Okay, he's crossing the parade with the police. They're escorting him because all these people want to be baptized. The gay community goes after them to the beach all the way, get in the water, and start harassing him. I was like, why they just don't go to the thing and let people do the thing? Like they don't even let people do what they want. Like one of my posts that I just recently did, somebody made a comment, and I was just I was just gonna go and respond them back. Listen. Why? Why is so hurtful what I'm doing? Why don't you let me live my life? Yeah. Like you can live your life as you want, but I didn't say anything because I know, you know, I was gonna feed in and somebody's gonna throw their all these two cents and you know, I was like, I don't wanna get banned on this new account. I'm yeah. just gonna take a different approach from now on. 
and uh, block a first instance when I know that they're evil. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna waste my time with them. Yeah. And and like uh, you reminded me, like when you said that, um, with there there's a guy who was doing the same thing, and I think George always says it is like there's no point in debating some people. Isn't that what you say, George? Like what? Yeah, Bible there's there's that? no point in. Well, the Bible I can't remember it offhand, but it it, it says there's um. Basically, there's no point in useless debates or don't make useless debates because you're not going to win. You're not going to sway someone. Yeah. You're just going to go around in circles. And, to the pigs. Yeah, basically, don't throw the pearls to the pigs. And, exactly. And, and right. George was saying, like, yeah. there's no point in debating because it's useless debate on trying to change them because they're not going to do mm-hmm. it. And, like, I agree because <laughs> there was a guy who started, like, trolling me on F-Cubed and I was like okay, who's this guy? And he kept saying things, but what was hilarious is he did something like smoking some sort of drug that I'm not going to say, but he's smoking it. And I was like, Oh, illegal use of drugs. And like instantly banned. And I was like, ah, I got him. (laughs) But like you said, I don't know how, who the heck is the person checking these things that instantly Mm -hmm. somebody can be like, they can instantly check back, like for that lady harassing the that group. Oh, she's fine. How is she fine? Like, if you're gonna do it, you better do it both ways. And like, I almost, I have like in my mind debated like there needs to be a ruthless TikTok. Maybe we'll call it that, where you could say things as long as you're not bullying. Like, if you're just saying like, "Hey, this is this," okay, as long as you're not attacking somebody. Yeah, as long as you're not telling someone that you're going to kill them yeah. or, you know, like... I hope they die. <laughs> where is, yeah, where is, where, right. is the free, where is the freedom of speech? Like, like I have never said anyone that, that I hate them. I never said anyone yeah. they're going to hell. And they're like, you telling people... Like, I think I think who who actually made me to get banned was this this lesbian who... She, she do she do edit... She didn't duet me, but she tagged me on a video because she had seen a video of mine. She said, this message is for this pastor. They call me a pastor because yeah. I'm not a pastor. Uh, this pastor, <laughs> it's saying that you are not born the way. First of all, what makes you think that you are not born that way, that God didn't make you that way? And secondly, who are you to tell people that they are going to hell? Just because you believe in Jesus, you are not God. Just because you go to church and you sit at church, you don't have a first seat to heaven. And in my head, I was like, okay, just keep going. And then I made a duet to her. And I was like, hey, listen, first of all, God is not a God of confusion. I was not seeking Christianity. God speak to me personally and told me that I was not designed. He never designed me to live that way. Sadly, we live in a sinful world where many things around us cave into that lie to be planted on you. Secondly, when you live for Christ, you do have a seat first place on heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then I responded to other things that her and then she come back to tell me stuff and I was like very nice and I said, Listen, I can tell, you know, I, I will live that life for so long and then I know a lot of people start adding. I stop I ignore it because I, I became to a point that I don't like to feed anymore into I post some stuff and I let people go out and I let them people kill themselves if they want to kill themselves, but I don't add f- more fuel to the fire. 
And then, um, and then my friend told me, I think she was the one who reported you. I said, I never said anything. I never said anything disrespectful or threatened. Absolutely nothing. But the, yeah, they always tell me that I'm a, I'm actually not a Christian because God actually loves everyone because God is just a very soft guy and allows people to do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> well, like uh, we've had many podcasts about uh, a friend of mine that I went to Bible college with who just says uh, that everybody is loved by God. You're already in Christ. We're in heaven. He's a universalist, if you, <laughs> pretty much. And we're wow. like, what? And like, <laughs> I wrote him as well, if this is heaven, did we miss it and we're in hell? Because this is awful. <laughs> like, this is heaven. <laughs> so I was if like, this is heaven, I give up. Yeah, if this, yeah, if this is heaven, then I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> a lady a lady made a comment on my post. She, she said something in Spanish. She said, like, why are you why are you why are you accusing people like we all God's children? And I said, uh, excuse me, but uh, he calls their children those who follow him. Yeah. If you don't follow him, you are not his children. Yeah. He calls his children those who follow him. I was like, people are so deceived with just what the world says about God, and they live through that. They have never opened the Bible to actually study it or they just Google or they hear what somebody says. Oh, that's, that's what I'm going to apply to my life. Yeah. Oh, God is love. God is love. Okay. But did you, did you see what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? Uh, that's the loving God. Like God burned the whole city. Uh, that loving God that you say he's so loved, he actually flooded the earth and he killed everyone except Noah and his family. Yeah. That's what that's what that's the love of God, okay? Yeah. There's judgment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kinda like I think it is it courageous or fireproof that they talk about that and they're like, what does oh I think I think it's courageous. But he talks about like what a good judge does. And he goes, Does a good judge just let your murderer go off or does he judge them for the murder mm -hmm. and when people are complaining about god and he's like well you don't have the lawyer the person that takes the the paycheck that you just paid to pay them or you're gonna have a paycheck that you can't pay for and a bill that you can't you can't fulfill that mm -hmm. either you're gonna have to pay for it or jesus is gonna have to pay for it so <laughs> you need to pay for it or Jesus is going to pay for it. And those are your two options. You can't you can't be like, well, as, as an amazing person, as such a good person, uh, you should just let me into heaven. Because that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not at all. People are like, why Why a loving God sends people to hell? And I'm like, he doesn't send you. He just grants your wishes. Well, yeah. why? And I was like, well, we live in a world where we have judges and we have laws if we break those laws we're going to go through that same system where you're going to be punished for it what makes you think that the god that created this universe is not going to have rules over the people that he created it is the same thing yep <laughs> so um i didn't tell you about this but i feel like this is a great stopping point <laughs> um i don't know if you listen to any of our podcasts ever but we always, put, we always put our guests on the spot and say, uh, would you like to pray us out of out of our podcast? Of course. 
I pray, I pray, <laughs> I pray at the beginning of my, at the beginning of my lives and when I end my lives. So <laughs> I always do. I always do. So, so we'll, we'll let you go. Go ahead. All right. All right. Our father, we thank you for, for this opportunity that you have given me, uh, to share my story and, and the greatness and how beautiful we are, how good you are for us. I pray that every single person to listen to this, uh, that you get to plant that seed and, and that you get to change their lives. Uh, they get to see that you design us in such an amazing way to live such a powerful and, and amazing life through you. I, play the, I pray that you remove that blindfold, that those chains that the enemy have in so many people, uh, that those will fall to the ground. Uh, we bless you. We thank you. Uh, you're worthy, Lord. Uh, I cannot wait to see you. That's all I always say. Uh, we love you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.